the USGA has issued some clarifications concerning the rule of a caddy being prohibited from aligning their player. And by releasing these clarifications, they have made it very clear, crystal clear, that they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf, the podcast. Just wanted to quickly jump on these clarifications from the USGA issued yesterday, February 6, 2019. Um, they they put them out in a, a, there's a great big sheet, there's six pages of clarifications for the new 2019 rules of golf. And the uh, clarification that came out yesterday on rule 10.2b, parenthesis four, is two pages. I've got them right here, printing them out. Killed trees to do so because that's how responsible I am in bringing you this information. But, so yeah, it's two pages here to discuss this issue that we had with uh, caddies uh, supposedly lining up their players. And if you look at the video of the occasions when this occurred or allegedly occurred, it's hysterical. Like Ricky Fowler's caddy kind of was looking at the yard, yardage book and looked up and realized Ricky was getting ready to pull the trigger and jumped out of there. Uh, Justin Thomas's caddy. I, I mean, it's a joke, right? So anyway, they've issued these clarifications. It is two pages. It's got to be eight-point font to make a clarification for this particular rule. I, does anybody else have a problem with this? Two pages of clarifications for such a simple rule? This is preposterous. I mean, first and foremost, the PGA has never had a problem with a caddy lining up a player. I don't know if it's a pride thing or whatever. Players have always just lined themselves up. They will talk about different targets to look at and shoot at and whatever, but a caddy has never sat back there and lined them up. They probably would have made themselves one another miserable in the locker room if their caddy was lining them up, right? It was just sort of a bravado thing. If you can't line yourself up, what are you doing out here? It's never been a problem on the PGA Tour. We know that why the rule came about. The LPGA's caddies, it had gotten to where it was epidemic proportions. It seemed like everybody had their caddy lining them up. It's a totally different question. I realize they're making the rules for all the tours, but coming out and starting to enforce it on the PGA Tour where it was never a problem in the first place and these caddies weren't doing it at all anyway because they've never done it in the first place, it's a total joke. And this whole concept of the USGA is just coming out to try to clarify things. And, and you know, when you set out rules, I've heard some of the folk, Michael Breed was talking this morning about how he was um, very impressed with the USGA for coming out, making these clarifications because they're essentially a four letter word and they are, and it's not just the rules. It's how they set up tournaments. It's how they inform people when there's been a violation. I mean, they are messing up on so many different levels. It's not just the rules. It's just that we've lost so much patience that now we've got this rule thing. It's just like another thing that the USGA is getting wrong. That's why we're frustrated. It's not that they're not good guys and they're not trying. They're just not getting it done. And if you're not getting it done, don't do what you're doing. Stop it. The the whole problem I have with this is it doesn't have to be this complicated. Two pages? Give me a break. I mean... 
Let me read this. Um, Rule 10.2b, parenthesis 4, does not allow a player to have his or her, right, her is what it was really meant to to address, her caddy deliberately stand on or close to an extension of the line of play behind the ball for any reason, which is interesting, when the player begins taking a stance for the stroke. Reference to the stroke in parentheses, I mean, excuse me, in quotations, means the stroke that is actually made, right? And then it keeps going on, right? So they have one clarification. The player begins to take the stance for the stroke that is actually made when he or she at least one foot in position for that stance. If a player backs away from the stance, he or she has not taken a stance for the stroke that is actually made. The second bullet point in Rule 10.2b4 does not apply. Therefore, if a player takes a stance when a caddy is deliberately standing on or close to an extension of the line play behind the ball, there is no penalty under Rule 10.2b, parenthesis 4. If the player backs away from the stance and does not begin to take a stance for the stroke that is actually made until after the caddy has moved out of the location, that's literally, there was no punctuation in any of that. It's a long breather sentence. This applies anywhere on the course. Backing away means that the player's feet or body are no longer in a position where helpful guidance on aiming at the attended target line could be given. Are you kidding me? Really? This is brutal. I, I don't understand. Let me, let me help the USGA. This is free. This is free for the USGA. I do not need to be cited. This is just yours. Come out. Here's the new rule. Let me read this to you. <clears throat> Here is the new rule. And we can put it under rule 10.2b parenthesis 4 if you want. Or just put a new common sense rule for alignment. Maybe, maybe just put it that way. Just drop the numbers. But anyway, here's the new rule. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just want to make sure I get this right. Caddies should not assist aligning players. There it is, folks. Caddies should not align players. That's it. That's the rule. Put it in the books. All done, right? We're supposed to be playing a gentleman's game, right? A game where we call rule infractions on ourselves, Right? Well, what about the Bernard, Bernard Langer thing? He still uses a long putter, right? Which is hideous, but he uses it and he's not supposed to anchor. Well, it looks like he's anchoring it. It really does. I mean, if you watched him, it looks like he's full on breaking the rules. So what do they do? They approach Bernard and go, hey, um, Bernard, you know, because he can be a little tough, right? So you approach him cautiously. Say, hey, uh, Bernard, maybe, maybe they say, Mr. hey, Mr. Langer. Got a question for you. Yeah, when you're putting, you know, are you sort of anchoring that or, and Bernard goes, you know, nine or whatever he says, no, I am not anchoring. And they go, okay, good for us. Thanks. And that's it. It's over, right? So if you happen to see somebody on the PGA Tour, which will never happen, I mean, the, the occasions that even they penalized for were ridiculous, and the occasions that they looked at that thought might be confusing were ridiculous. But if there is ever a situation where the committee or the rules officials are wondering if maybe the caddy happened to help their player align themselves towards a target, pull them aside and ask them the question, did your caddy align you? And if the player says no, you're done, right? That's it. The rule is... Caddies should not assist aligned players. So ask them if they obeyed it or not. It's a game of, right? We're gentlemen, right? And ladies. And we call rules and fractions on ourselves. We keep touting that, right? As one of the, the marks of our great game. 
So let's put it to test. Quit, quit giving us two pages. This, this is two pages of clarification on one dumb rule that should be one sentence. And that's it. Ugh. Anyway, it's frustrating. I, it's frustrating to have to apologize for the USGA. Because this is a, such an awesome game. This, is, this game is so fun because you get to learn so much about yourself, about um, strategy, about um, how you move. Uh, all of this stuff is so fun. Golf makes it so fun. So it's kind of hard when you have this governing body on the rules of golf trying to take the fun out of all of it and claiming to protect the integrity of the game. And it doesn't feel like they're doing that. You get the feeling that they didn't vet these rules out. I mean, everybody's making excuses for these guys and saying, well, sometimes you implement stuff and then it just doesn't work out. Michael Breed was using the example that, you know, in their recording studio, um, they've had to adjust the uh, cameras and stuff because they weren't exactly sure how it all worked out. Well, um, Michael is not a, a professional studio guy. I would expect there would be some problems when you're setting up something brand new that you really don't know much about. Or when you're inventing a new product or whatever. When you are going and trying to implement something that is um, untested territory for yourself, for your expertise. I get that. But the USGA are supposed to be absolute professionals. They are supposed to know our game better than anybody else, at least as far as the rules go. So you would expect them to take seriously implementing new rules and really vetting them out somehow. I mean, you mean to tell me, let's just go with the drop rule. You mean to tell me that every single person at the USGA, their arms are so long that they can stand straight up and actually reach their knees? Did anybody for even a minute take a ball and try to drop the ball from their knee and not realize that you've got to get in some sort of weirdo position that you were never in for golf to drop the ball from knee height? Did they not try it out and did they not go, you know what, that looks really awkward and really uncomfortable. Maybe we shouldn't do it that way. Maybe we should just do it, hey, stand straight and let your arm drop down and just drop from there. Or maybe we should have said anywhere between your knee and your shoulder or something that didn't look so absolutely awkward. There's no way they had anybody stand there and do that with the committee watching because that would not have gone through. This dropping from the knee, the, I have not seen anybody pull that off and look graceful. It's, it's, it's weird. So come on, USGA. Test these things out. Please vet them. Quit giving us two pages of clarifications. Just make the rules simple. And then go to the player and ask them if they broke the rule or not. There's cameras everywhere. We'll know. Oh, anyway. Thanks for listening. Better data means better golf, but I'm telling you, this clarification document is not better data. This is over-the-top, terrible data. It does not make for better golf. Thanks for listening. Better data always means better golf. Till next time, thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com, and we'll see you on the next episode.